Hey everyone, we're back this week with our new health series called Hormone Happy Hour that I do with Kea Perowit, my dear co-host on the series and co-founder in our business, Bia Wellness. And every Wednesday, Hormone Happy Hour will feature an in-depth interview with a leading women's health expert. Each expert will teach you step-by-step how to eat, think, and move in a way that is designed to help you feel great and create an abundance of energy in your life so you can build your own empire. Empire. Now let's jump into this week's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Today we are talking all about tapping. Tapping is a very useful tool. It involves using your fingertips on 12 meridian points on your body while talking through either traumatic memories or just different emotions you're having or different things you're trying to work through. We have Jessica Ortner on today. She is one of the founders of The Tapping Solution and this was such an amazing conversation. I think both Yasmin and I left feeling like, A, we got to start tapping and just feeling very, very inspired. Yeah, I love this episode so much. And honestly, when we were chatting with Jessica, I'm like, how have I never heard of tapping? One of our mutual friends, Kea Gala Darling, she was on the business podcast. She talks a lot about it. So it's been on my radar. I know it's changed her life, but I didn't know the research behind it. I didn't know why it works because you hear about tapping. You're like, okay, you're hitting different parts. You're tapping different parts of your body and you're telling me that this could change how you feel, help you manage fear or anxiety. And it seems a little too good to be true. But what I thought was so fascinating about this interview is that we really unpack why it works. And we actually do session live. So you can do it with us. I know, Kaya, me and you were both like, shoot, are we going to get emotional on this podcast? Like, what are we going to allude? But it was really fun. And I know, Kay and I have now been big fans of tapping. We love Jessica. It felt like we've known her for years and we were just chatting over coffee. So we know you're going to like this one. Jessica Ortner is the co-founder of The Tapping Solution, a company she started with her two brothers. They are on a mission to spread the power of EFT tapping, a scientifically backed technique that combines modern psychology with ancient wisdom. This versatile method has been utilized in so many ways, from aiding veterans with PTSD to helping entrepreneurs release fear and find their voices. Jessica is also a New York Times bestselling author with her books translated into over 10 languages. And she's a creator of the Tapping Solution app, which makes tapping accessible to everyone around the world. Her global community spans across 130 countries, and they have completed over 18 million tapping meditations and counting with the Tapping Solutions app, which will include all those details in our show notes. Now let's get into the episode. So for anybody who's not familiar with tapping or they've heard of it, but they don't quite understand it, what is tapping? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for having me. And I'm excited to share tapping because I remember the day I learned how to tap and it absolutely changed my life. So if you are someone who is experiencing anxiety or sometimes you have trouble sleeping Or even if you're in the position where you're like, you know, I feel good, but I just want to up-level a bit. I want to have a little more energy. I want to have a little more oomph. Tapping is really going to be a breakthrough for you. Tapping is a powerful technique where it combines ancient Chinese acupressure with modern psychology. And so what you're doing is you're actually stimulating these acupressure points that are on your body and face. The great thing about tapping, and everyone's going to learn how to do tapping today, the great thing is that once you learn how to tap, this is a tool that you have for the rest of your life whenever you're feeling a bit stuck or need some extra support. 
So how did you discover tapping and like, how did you get into it? So it wasn't like the, it's kind of a funny story. I work with my two older brothers. So I, you know, having two older brothers, practical jokes is like a thing. I mean, my brothers (laughs) are always trying to prank me and I am so gullible that I unfortunately made it like way too easy for them um, when I was a kid. And I remember the day I learned tapping because I was really sick with this cold. I mean, I remember like trying to watch Seinfeld episodes and I couldn't even enjoy it. Like, you know, when you're just so sick that everything makes you feel miserable. And my brother Nick came over and he's like, listen, I've heard mom told me you're having a really tough time. I learned this technique online. Do do you want to give it a try? And I was like, okay. And so he has me start to talk about how I'm feeling because I was feeling sick, but I was also feeling really stuck in my life mm-hmm. at the time. But anyway, I start with just focusing on feeling sick and I'm tapping on these acupressure points. And there's a moment that I'm like halfway through the tapping that I look at him and I'm like, are you pranking me? Like, are you pranking me right now? Like, are you trying to see how stupid I can look in this moment? He's like, no, 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 no. I promise this thing, like I heard about it through Tony Robbins. This really helps, like just give it a try. So I start tapping on these points, just focusing on my symptoms, how I wasn't feeling good. And there was this moment where I just looked at him and tears welled up in my eyes. And I said to him, I don't want to get better. And he was like, what do you, what do you mean you don't want to get better? And I was like, I feel so lost and so stuck that I need a break. And at that time, being sick was the only way to have a break. And I wasn't faking my symptoms. I legitimately had a cold. It was only when I started tapping that I connected to this deeper part of myself. And I had this awareness of, I need to be sick. I need this break. I'm feeling so lost. And he goes, okay, well, let's do this. Tap and let's just focus on how you're feeling. Mm. And I just had this moment of just saying, you know, I'm so disappointed. I feel like I should be further along by now. I feel so lost. I feel like I try to do everything perfectly and I still fail. And like all these emotions and thoughts were coming up. And I felt this physical shift. It wasn't just mental. It was like I could feel these emotions moving out of my body. And, you know, I had some tears and I had this big relief. And I remember taking a deep breath and being shocked that I could breathe, that like my sinuses had cleared up. And I felt this, it was like this weight on my chest that I didn't even know was there. I mean, sometimes you're so stressed, you don't even know how bad you are until you have some relief and you're like, oh my gosh. What have I been holding on to for so long? And so that was my breakthrough at the time. And, you know, what tends to happen is we have these big breakthroughs and we forget. And it's not until we have another crisis that we're like, what's that thing again? And then it was just months later that I was going through a breakup and I was lying in bed and I was having a tough time and I didn't remember all the points. I remembered half of them, but I did it and I felt this other shift. And I was like, this is incredible. And at the same time, my brother is having his own breakthroughs, teaching it to his friends, getting enthusiastic. And so we started by meeting up and we made um, a documentary film. We put $50,000 on credit cards. It was his credit card. I was too young. I didn't even have the credit for it. (laughs) He put money on his credit card. We got all of this camera equipment because we knew people were getting results and we wanted to document it. And so that's kind of how our journey began. And then, you know, 
it's been, we started in 2009 doing that. It blows my mind because it seems so simple. And I could imagine why you thought your brother was pranking you. You're like, you're literally having me touch different parts of my face to feel different. And I'm curious, like you were actually going through, cause I'm a big fan of your Instagram. I've been following you for quite some time. And I've noticed that the words that you use, and we'll do a session maybe on this um, interview with you, but it's mostly like positive affirmations and reassuring of that. But the example you just gave was walking through maybe some tough emotions, like I don't feel good enough. I don't feel perfect. So are there two ways to do it? Or I would love to just kind of understand that a little bit. Yeah, that's the perfect, like, have you ever seen those meme, like real life Instagram and the difference? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of one of those things. So if I have 60 seconds with someone, I'm not going to go deep with them because it's 60 seconds. So let me explain what tapping does. And then that'll answer the question as to like when you're positive and when you're negative. When you're tapping, you're sending this calming signal to your brain because what happens when we're stressed is that we have a thought, but it doesn't just live in our brain. We have a very physical experience. And that's why sometimes when we're just like, oh, I just need to think positive or I just need to look at this a different way. And we just can't because the feeling is so real in our body. What you're doing with tapping is you're getting clear on the thought that's creating the physical anxiety. And you're giving yourself this moment to stimulate these acupressure points. These acupressure points calms your nervous system. And so if you have a negative thought and your body starts to relax, then you have the power to go, is that true? Is that really what I think? And you can move to something positive. It's so important to weed before we plant seeds. And so, if we go, if you're tapping on just positive and you're like, this isn't really working for me, it's usually because you have to do some weeding first. You have to address what's blocking those, the positive feelings that you want. If you're already feeling good and you want to boost, you can begin to use tapping while saying positive things. Because again, all you're doing is calming your nervous system. You're sending that calming signal to your brain. And if you have a positive thought and you're sending that calming signal, they're congruent. It feels good. If you have a negative thought and you send that calming signal, they're not congruent. And all of a sudden you detach from that feeling because you're now feeling more relaxed and you can move towards something more positive. Does that make sense? Definitely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so interesting though, because even though I know these thoughts are floating around in our minds all day to say them out loud sometimes, or even journal them or whatever can feel so scary. It's like you're it for me, it was like, Oh, am I giving power to this thing? But I like the way that you explained it. It's like you kind of detach or you like calm down once you think that negative thing. Is that because yes, because it already has power. That's why we're talking about it. So, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times people start tapping and maybe the feeling, it, it starts to come up. You know, some people start tapping and they, it's like me, I started tapping on not feeling sick. And all of a sudden I realized I feel really stuck and lost. That feeling was always there. That feeling was subconscious. That feeling was leading me to do, to, you know, feel sick and probably some other unhealthy behaviors. By giving a voice to what is, we release the shame and we allow ourselves to have this level of self-acceptance and self-acceptance opens the door to change. You can't hate yourself happy. You can't criticize yourself enough to make more money. All change begins with self-love and self-care. And the only way we get to that place is through having this acceptance 
And so tapping is this way that we can accept where we are so we don't feel trapped by it and then we can move forward. Absolutely. It's so powerful. Now, I love this so much because I feel like one thing that I'm trying to, you know, learn how to do is just have like more self-compassion for myself. And I love that this is like a very tactical, easy to implement exercise. So I'm truly excited to get into tapping afterwards. And I'm curious, like how quickly do you feel the results or does it really depend on the person? Both. It depends on the person, but most people feel results the first time. You know, we started doing these 90 second um, tapping videos just to get people tapping to help them feel good. Our Instagram account grew to a million people very quickly because people kept coming back and using it over and over again. And so in 60 seconds, 90 seconds, you can start to feel a shift. There has been over 200 peer reviewed research studies on this technique. And one thing is clear, the key is the tapping. Like that's the most powerful thing. The words help, but the real power is stimulating these acupressure points. So even if we're just remembering the collarbone point and we're just taking deep breaths and, and tapping on our collarbone point, our body begins to relax and it begins to respond. I always find it interesting that, you know, a lot of the points that are here on the face, we tend to touch them when we're stressed. Like people tend to go like this or, you know, you just tend to hold your temples or you hold your chest. I think intuitively there's something in us that knows that these are like self-soothing almost buttons to help us um, calm our nervous system. And so it really is, is very quick. And we have a, a tapping solution app. We have over 500 tapping meditations and most of them are between five minutes and 10 minutes. Wow. So let's talk about these meridian points. Is that what they are called? Yes. Like, what is the significance of them? Yeah. Well, so I'd like to take a step back and share like the first person who kind of discovered tapping because it relates to that question. Back in the 1980s, there was this man, Dr. Roger Callahan. He was a therapist. He practiced CBT. He was working with this client, Mary, who had this awful, awful water phobia. She was scared of sinks, bathtubs. I mean, absolutely terrified about the with the ocean, anything related to water was an actual phobia. And if anyone has a phobia or knows someone who has a phobia, it's a very physical response. You know, you can like start to sweat, your, um, you know, you, your breathing starts to shorten. And so she would really have this panic response. He was doing traditional CBT with her, different therapeutic techniques, working with her for over a year and just like re couldn't break through. She just was coming back. Really, this thing was very debilitating in her life. At the same time, he was studying meridian, he was studying kinesiology, and he was learning that underneath the eye is the stomach meridian. And so he noticed that every time Mary would talk about her phobia, she would talk about it starting in her stomach. She'd be like, it, it starts to, the panic started, would start to rise up from her stomach. And so as an experiment, she, he combined his knowledge of CBT, of a traditional talk therapy, with now knowing something about meridian points. And he said, all right, why don't we talk this through? I want you to tap underneath the eye. This was one of those rare and actually not so rare, just miracles. I mean, she had a breakthrough and they put it to the test. He had a home practice with a pool outside. They went out to the pool. She was able to walk towards the pool. Her breathing stayed steady. She didn't have that panicked response. And that was the first time where he realized wow, there's something here. We can combine what I know as a therapist with what we know from kinesiology and these acupressure points. 
So as he started, depending on what your challenge was, you would tap on different acupressure points, which is effective, but also hard for the average person to be like, what point? And, you know, there's no clear map as to what emotion correlates with what point. There was a man later on who learned from Roger Callahan. His name was Gary Craig. He was um, an engineer from Stanford, just a really smart guy. And he was like, why don't we experiment with these nine points that are easy to reach, easy to remember, and we're seeing that it's really effective. Now, during that whole time, Roger Callahan is teaching other therapists, and there's a lot of people just experimenting with these points of combining this with their therapy. And um, Gary Craig came up with this algorithm, EFT, these set of points that became the most popular. Therapists began to incorporate it into their practice. But what Gary Craig did that was so special is because it's easy to remember, the average person could learn how to do this. All of a sudden, you get that email in your inbox with that bad news and you're feeling triggered, you're feeling overwhelmed. You can go right to these acupressure points. So they're just nine points that are used because they're easy to remember and they're found to be effective. Hey everyone, it's Yasmin here. In 2020, I was struggling with some debilitating health stuff. I just got off birth control and suddenly I had acne, mood swings, breast tenderness, and really painful periods. I tried so many things, but the one thing that worked was something called seed cycling. I know you're probably thinking, seed cycling? What the heck is that? It's a natural way to support your hormones using four specific seeds throughout your cycle. The challenge is that seed cycling can be a little complicated to do and kind of time consuming. So I decided to make an organic seed cycling product that is so easy to use. We make it effortless effortless for anyone to get started today. It's called Bia and it's a super easy way to add something powerful to your diet to support your hormones, regulate your cycle, and bring back balance. To learn more about Bia and join our community with thousands of incredible women all over the world, go to BiaWellness.com and that's spelled B-E-E-Y-A Wellness.com and check out the show notes for our promo code to get $10 off your first purchase. Thanks so much for listening and now let's get back to today's episode. Got it. Because I, it, when you were saying that, I was like, I got to see which one correlates to which part of my yes, body. Yes. I remember it. <laughs> More stress. It like it's like, we don't need that extra stress. <laughs> yeah, totally. I No, I love this because can I interview a lot of like women experts on this podcast? And the number one thing that impacts like, especially women's overall wellness is stress. And it's like, if we can find easy ways to incorporate it, it's like game changing, especially for women. So this is really exciting for me. And I'm curious, you know, you've mentioned a few things of why someone would start tapping, but maybe you can kind of list out the top five, 10 reasons that you see people um, start tapping. Number one reason is, is the overall stress and anxiety. Now, this is a thing. Tapping helps with lowering cortisol levels, the stress hormone in your body. So there was um, a study. It was 2000, 2020, 2020, where they did saliva tests and they did, they had this group of people and they had them do regular, like reading about stress relief. This is like, you know, learning about how to manage your stress. Then they had another group tapping. They used the saliva to test cortisol, which is the stress hormone in your body. The people who tapped it went down by 43%. Now that's a really huge number. People who are reading about stress relief, it went down by 19%, which is also a significant number. But 42% is unheard of. This was a study done in Bond University. It was a replica study. The study had been done before. 
Now this university wants to know if it's really true. Let's do a replica study. I mean, this is unbelievable. Now, we know it works with stress. What does stress impact? Well, you know, Yasmin, you know, like you guys know with the work that you do with health, it impacts your menstrual cycle. It impacts your sleep. It impacts your brain, your memory. So tapping works for so many things because it works for stress and that impacts every aspect of our lives. But it's just, I mean, it's unbelievable what it does with your body. I mean, I know people, I'll give you an example. There was this, when we made our documentary film, we brought different people who had different challenges, uh, insomnia, um, dealing with horrible back pain, fibromyalgia, um, grief, so many different things. There was this one woman, um, Patricia, who had a horrible boating accident. So she went on a first date, gets on the boat with this guy who's trying to impress her, going way too fast. She's feeling really uncomfortable in that moment. Another boat crosses them. He swerves to get out of the way. She goes flying into the air and falls back into the boat on her back, has to have emergency surgery because she injured her spinal cord, like the type of surgery to, to protect her organs. I mean, this was, they, if you look at a, an x-ray of her back, all you're going to see is just these rods keeping her back together. So we're, we're deciding we're going to do a tapping uh, documentary and all these people are applying to be a part of it. And she comes across and I say, absolutely not. This is not emotional. This is not stress related. She was in a horrible accident and we have the x-rays. And my brother, Nick, it goes, no, I think we underestimate the impact that stress has on recovery. I think we should have her. And I'm like, you're ruining the documentary. We're trying to make this look like it works. You can't have, this is like too big. He's like, no, just trust me on this. Let's invite her. So we invite her and we start asking her about her experience and the emotions around what she went through. And one of the things that came up is she comes from a military family, which is all about independence. It's all about being self-sufficient. And so the moment she got hurt and suddenly needed to depend on other people to use the bathroom, to get out of bed, there is this level of shame in her recovery. Even though it wasn't her fault, even though logically it doesn't make sense, why would someone feel shame that they need help? But she grew up in a household that you need to be self-sufficient. And so we did tapping um, of like accepting those feelings, even though I feel ashamed that I need other people's help. I love and accept myself. I acknowledge these feelings. And she tapped on acknowledging these feelings, acknowledging these struggles. She had this incredible breakthrough and her back pain decreased. Her back pain went away while we were there at this retreat. We followed up with her six months later. And the way she explained it is that before she felt like in her back, she had a, Dur a Duracell battery. Like, you know, those like the bunnies with the big batteries in the back, which she just always could feel her back and had this awareness. And her whole life depended on her back. Oh, I'm going to see a movie. Do I need a special pillow? What are the seats going to be like? Am I going to be able to make it through the whole movie sitting? Six months later, after tapping, after having her breakthrough, we checked in doesn't have to bring a special pillow anywhere she sits, has the movement is so much better. Her doctors can't believe it. Her pain has subsided because she looked at that emotional aspect. And so when it comes to tapping, we're able to change physical pain, chronic challenges, um, stress, 
sleepless nights, chronic migraines. And I have to be honest with you guys, you know, before when I would talk about tapping, I would be like, it's this really great stress relief technique that everyone could do. And that's what we would do because we felt like sharing the real results were almost like a little too big. But in the last five years, the science and research has exploded. And I just feel like in my core and I just had it's so funny, like I'm having this conversation with my brother of like, we really have to talk about the results we're seeing. And then like I get an email from Yasmin to be on the podcast. So I'm like, maybe this is like the perfect time to be like, yes, it's a stress relief technique, but it's so much more. If you've been trying a lot of things and it hasn't worked, you can really rewire your brain. You can begin to heal certain patterns that have been holding you back and have really major breakthroughs in a way that feels so deep because you're incorporating your whole body. Wow. And I'm sure you guys just get thousands of stories all the time. It's amazing. And sometimes frustrating because we get these stories in the back end of the app. Like, you know, the other day someone was like, I have not spoken to my sister from, for 10 years because I've been so angry about something that happened. And I tapped and I realized like it, life is too short. And I reached out and, and my only frustration is that we have all these stories, but we, I want to get better at sharing them and like finding ways to let people know just how powerful this is. And I really believe that tapping is the forefront of mental health. The amount of therapists that send their clients our way who say, listen, let's keep doing therapy together in between sessions. I'd like you to do this tapping on not feeling good enough. I want you to do this tapping on anger. And they recommend it as something to do in between their sessions. So it's just like growing and growing. And I think we're just at the forefront of it all. Oh my gosh. I'm listening to all this and I'm like, how have I not been tapping? It's what has saved my life for 15 years. Like I got all the wellness and nutrition stuff in place and my sleep dialed in and, you know, eating the right three meals a day. But like one thing I'm actively still managing is just stress high cortisol. I think it's something that I'm still unwinding from like life and finance and everything, but I'm like, what? This is just sounds incredible. So I'm like, this was meant to be, you came to our life in the perfect time. And I'm going to scream your praises because I feel like every woman should give this or anybody really should give this a shot. So, so, so cool. And I'm curious, what do you think people get wrong about tapping? That's a great question. I, I think one is because it looks a little bit different. They think it's like, you know, pseudoscience or just kind of like a little, just a little wacky. And to be honest, when I learned tapping, the research didn't exist. Like it just wasn't there. And so the only way I could describe tapping 10 years ago was to say, well, you have an energy system and you have these meridian points and you're clearing your energy, which is great, but it's not like science. It's not the brain. It's not the hormones. So I think some people still look at it as maybe like woo-woo without realizing that just the science and research is so legit and it's only growing. It's 200 peer-reviewed published studies in English. That's English. There are so many other countries in foreign languages that are studying this as well. It, it has actually been approved by the VA to be used to support those who have PTSD. So all that research kind of opened the door to the VA now approving this. Um, and there's two, you know, and I think the other thing to, to mention is that you can do tapping 
for self-care, which is our app where you could really do a lot of deep emotional work too, but it it's very um, in a very safe place. And then there are also therapists that are incorporating tapping into their practice. And I think that is very beneficial to see as well. It almost sounds like even people who are being discharged from the hospital who have like chronic pain issues, like this could be incorporated in so many different ways. Is that your hope for the future that tapping just it hits the mainstream? Yeah, absolutely. And I have to like shout out to the nurses because there are so many nurses who send us messages being like, I, you know, I like quietly tell them like, okay, I know you're feeling stressed. I want you to just like tap on your collarbone point. Um, also, you know, we were getting, especially in the beginning, the first kind of group of people that we noticed reaching out to us were people in the military, um, people with PTSD. Right now, I'm actually working on a series with a woman who is in the NYPD. She is the head of counterterrorism. She is, um, her specialty is like biochemical warfare. She was in the military for years. She reached out to us because she goes, you know, all of my comrades, we all have different levels of PTSD. It's impo- it's almost impossible not to have it with the kind of stress we're under and the things that we've witnessed. And she's like, tapping is the one thing that helps me regulate my nervous system um, and get me grounded again. And so we're creating a series, especially for first responders to do before a shift and after a shift uh, to help support them. And so, you know, anyone that has a, that really high stress job um, where, you know, being a first responder, you're not going to get rid of that stress. It is a stressful job and that stress can also save your life. But what happens when you go home and suddenly you're hypervigilant with your kit, you know, you're going to a movie theater and you can't relax. And so that is where people are using tapping and having such great results and finding that sense of peace and groundedness. That's incredible. The work you're doing, Jessica, I'm, I'm so much in awe. And I'm curious, you mentioned like you do, you know, on Instagram, I know there's like 60 second, 90 second tapping exercises, but if someone's listening and, and we're interested in doing this, is there a recommended time? You know, I know Instagram is different cause you don't have that much time, but would you say, you know, try it out for five minutes or what's like the time frame you would recommend? It's whatever you're able to fit in, honestly, is because we're always so busy that if I say 15 minutes and someone goes, I don't have 15 minutes, (laughs) then I'm going to tell you five minutes because like any tapping is better than not having that experience. Um, I think it's great to have a guide. And so the reason we created our tapping solution app is people would be, you know, I'd meet people and they'd be like, oh my God, I did tapping this one time and I had this really great breakthrough and I love tapping. And I'd be like, great. When was that? Two years ago, have you tapped since? No, (laughs) because you just get busy with your life. And so we were like, let's find a way that's easy for people to just be guided and have an experience. And so the Tapping Solution app has, you know, if you download it now, there is more than 30 free tapping meditations. There is one called Release Anxiety, which is our most uh, common one or most popular one. Then we have another one that's quiet the racing mind before bed. So if you find yourself in bed and you just can't turn off your mind, that one is also free within the app. Um, Those are all about 10 minutes long. So find a guide experience, you know, a tapping meditation and, you know, just have your own experience and you can go through the app and you can look up, you know, public speaking, you know, with 500, there's so many different things. I was a new mom with a baby and, you know, sleep deprivation and trouble with your identity. I created a whole series for new moms. 
Um, so you can really go and kind of figure out like what resonates with you the most, but just even tapping on basic anxiety is a great place to start. You know, Yasmin and I talk so much about how trauma manifests in different ways, especially for women in the form of like autoimmune disease and hormonal imbalances. And I heard you mention in the beginning and then later again, this idea of people tapping around, I'm not good enough or I'm unworthy. And I feel like that's such a common one, I think, especially for women. I know I'm a new mom. It's something that comes up a lot for me. So like, what are some of the more common things that you see come up, especially for women, right? Because this is a women-centered business. And so we're constantly talking about how we can support them. Yeah. I mean, I think you're exactly right. Another one of our most popular ones is called You Are Enough. And it's literally tapping to bring that into your body, to recognize that you are enough. Those voices are so loud of, you know, the comparing ourselves. I think more than future generations, I don't think our mothers, I'm, they definitely have those voices. I think what makes it different is when you, when you are constantly seeing other people through social media and what everybody else is doing, it's so easy to compare your current life with someone else's highlight reel. And, you know, those voices can grow even louder. I also think that one of the things that many of us believe that holds us back is that if I'm, and, and this was just so me, I took pride in how hard I was on myself. I really thought like being mean to myself and being hard to myself on myself made me a better person. It made me more self-aware. It meant that I would like, you know, kick my butt into gear and what tends to happen is we start off like that and we try to change through like this aggressive, like I need to be better. And then we sabotage ourselves. So it's kind of like this cycle. So something happens. Um, I wrote a book about body confidence and weight loss because my cycle as a woman was, you know, I would look at something, a photo or something, and I would just suddenly be like, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're too fat. You're too short. All of these voices. And so I would use that as fuel to change. And so I would start dieting. And for a short time, it works because like any diet, if you just like, you know, works for a second. Right. And so I would start this diet. But because I was fueling and I was pushing myself through pressure, what would happen is I would sabotage myself. And I always thought it was because I didn't have enough motivation and enough willpower and I soon realized with, with tapping and learning about self-love is that self-sabotage is misguided self-love. I was depriving myself of the only thing I used to relieve stress, which was food. So suddenly I'm depriving myself of that and I'm pushing myself and I sabotage myself with some binge eating, not because I'm wrong or not enough, but because there's a part of me that's like, baby girl, this pressure is too much. You need a break. And if your only break is the cookies, you need the cookies, right? Like it's too much. And then what happens? Then you go back to thinking like, wait, let me, let me pressure myself again. Cause last time I started that diet, it worked for two seconds. And we do this like constant cycle because we trick ourselves into believing that self-hatred and pressure will somehow bring us to where we want to be. And, you know, my biggest breakthrough and like life lesson was realizing that I couldn't hate my body enough to change and that any change had to come from this level of self-love and acceptance. And 
logically someone might hear that and say that sounds really beautiful but when you're really struggling with with self-hatred with intrusive thoughts with not feeling enough it's not enough in your head to just say like well i should love myself i should just have more self-acceptance i love tapping because it was like this outlet for me to get out of my head and into my body and actually like sink into those feelings of what does it feel like to just honor my upset and my sensitive spirit and you know practice loving myself through my darkest moments and realizing that's what's going to bring me to the other side not this drill sergeant who's telling me to to get it together and so i don't even remember what your question was but that was my as women yes that's what that's as women as women i think the biggest thing that we need to learn and we need to teach our daughters is that the only way is self love the only way through our darkest moments is through love and acceptance i know it's so amazing because like you were saying it just really resonated with me so i just want to bring it up in case anyone else also resonates like logically you can kind of like decipher okay i'm having these negative thoughts I know, Yaz, when you're being hard on yourself, give yourself a break. But I think my body, like you were saying, isn't really feeling that like positive self-talk, if, if I'm saying that correctly. So I love that you're saying with tapping, you can do it because I'm you know, at a point where I'm aware of the craziness in my head and I try to not take it personally, but my body feels it and I feel it in my body. So I'm always looking for mechanisms. I know Can and I are always like trying EMDR or like I'm trying to incorporate more movement, but I'm all like, how do I just make sure my body is feeling a little bit more aligned? So I love that you mentioned tapping kind of helped you through that as well. Yes. Why don't we do, I mean, it's such a big topic. I think it resonates with so many people. Why don't we do some tapping on like the resistance? Let's do this. Let me think this through. Almost like the resistance to self-love. Like, you know, again, there is a lot of us believe that like, if we want to make a change, we got to push ourselves through it and we got to hate ourselves through it. And if we, you know, there's this big misconception that if we accept how we feel, we'll never change. Right. Like if I just accept this is how I feel that I'm going to be stuck here forever instead of realizing like there's this incredible freedom of saying like I accept the fact that being a new mom is hard and sometimes I struggle. And so the acceptance almost sure. gives you this light where the shame can't exist anymore because it's the shame that's really, really the most hurtful and the thing that keeps us stuck. And something we just say, it's like when you're with a girlfriend and you would admit something and you're like, I sometimes wonder if I'm a good mom. And then she's like, I sometimes wonder if I'm a good yeah. mom. And like all of a sudden the shame is gone. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is just our fears. This isn't reality. And like, that's how we're, we're, we're bringing light to these feelings as we speak them out loud. So let's do some tapping yeah. on just like bringing in a little more self-love and just like the resistance to it. And then we'll move towards it. Does that sound like a good idea? Let's go. Okay, let's, let's do it. What okay. happens? Am I going to start bawling during all of this? <laughs> you, you caught me at an interesting day. So yeah. let's see what happens. <laughs> we all need this work. So, you know, everyone that's watching this, and I'll say that point. So if you're, if you're not watching and you're listening, actually, let's, do, let's take a step back because let me show you where the points are very quickly and then we'll jump into it, okay? The very first point that we only do in the beginning is the side of the hand and it's right underneath the pinky. It does not matter what side of the body you tap on. 
this is, we always start here and we start with the setup statement, which is honoring how we feel. And then we move to the rest of the points, which is the eyebrow. It's where the hair of your eyebrow begins. So I'm using two fingers. You can tap on both sides of your body or just one. They're, the points are symmetrical. Follow your eyebrow until you're on the side of the eye, right on the bone. Perfect. Then we have underneath the eye, right on the bone. We have underneath the nose, between the nose and the upper lip. Underneath the mouth, which is the crease between the chin and the lip. Then we have the collarbone point. It says right underneath your, about an inch under your collarbone point. Perfect. Underneath your arm, which is a hand width from your armpit, it tends to be where your bra strap lies. And then the last meridian point is at the very top of your head. Okay, and then as we keep tapping, you'll just follow me and we're gonna be going through those points. So what I'd like everyone to do is just check in as we have been having this conversation, if it resonates with you, I imagine that it can feel a little bit triggering. You might realize like, wow, yeah, I have been really hard on myself. And there's a part of me that just believes that I have to be hard on myself. So just think to yourself, I have to be hard on myself or things will never change. And I want you to ask yourself, how true does that feel? So 10 is like, that is a fact. If I'm not hard on myself as a woman, nothing's going to get better. Zero is not true at all. Doesn't feel triggering. This is completely subjective just so that you can notice your own progress. And we're going to start by tapping on the side of the hand. So tapping here on the side of the hand repeat after me either out loud or in your own mind so um jasmine if you can yasmine if you can repeat after me that would be great okay. and kai you can do it you can do it too in your mind or out loud so tapping on the side of the hand even though i've been holding on to this belief even though i've been holding on to this belief that i have to be hard on myself that i have to be hard on myself or nothing will change or nothing will change. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself on how I feel. Even though I was taught. Even though that I was taught. That I need to feel stress. That I need to feel stress. To make any changes. To make any changes. I'm opening, I'm open to questioning this belief. I'm open to questioning this belief. Okay, now tapping on your eyebrow point. Now we're gonna do a round and we're just gonna be aware of how we feel. So tapping on the eyebrow point, we're gonna give a voice to this belief. I have to be hard on myself. I have to be hard on myself. Side of the eye, I need this pressure. I need this pressure under the eye because I want more out of life because I want more out of life under the nose and somewhere in my childhood and somewhere in my childhood under the mouth I was taught that if you care enough you have to feel stressed I was taught that if you care enough you have to feel stressed collarbone I've been holding on to all of this stress I've been holding on to all of this stress. Under the arm, part of me believes I need it. 
part of me believes that I need it. Top of the head, because I really need to make a change. Because I really need to make a change. Eyebrow, but I'm beginning to acknowledge. But I'm beginning to acknowledge. Side of the eye, that this strategy isn't working. That this strategy is not working. Under the eye, I'm so tired of this pressure. I'm so tired of this pressure. Under the nose, so tired of these expectations. So tired of these expectations. Under the mouth, I've been so hard on myself. I've been so hard on myself. Collarbone, I'm hard on myself when I make a mistake. I'm hard on myself when I make a mistake. Under the arm, all of this pressure to be perfect. All of this pressure to be perfect. Top of the head, I've been holding on to this pressure. I've been holding on to this pressure. Eyebrow, and I'm so tired. And I'm so tired. Side of the eye, I'm open to letting this pressure go. I'm open to letting this pressure go. Under the eye, because it's not serving me. Because it's not serving me. Under the nose, releasing this pressure to be perfect. Releasing this pressure to be perfect. Under the mouth, we're all doing our best. We're all doing our best. Collarbone, and my best is enough. And my best is enough. Under the arm, even on a bad day, my best is enough. Even on a bad day, my best is enough. Top of the head, so I release this pressure in my body. So I release this pressure in my body. Eyebrow, all this pressure to do things perfectly. All this pressure to do things perfectly. Side of the eye. And I open myself up to more self-love. And I open myself up to more self-love. Under the eye. I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Under the nose. And I'm further along than I give myself credit for. And I'm further along than I give myself credit for. Under the mouth, it's safe to release this pressure. It's safe to release this pressure. Collarbone, and to acknowledge that I am enough. And to acknowledge that I am enough. Under the arm, releasing this stress and pressure. Releasing this stress and pressure. Top of the head, feeling more love and compassion. Feeling more love and compassion. Eyebrow, I deserve my own love and compassion. I deserve my own love and compassion. Side of the eye. So I continue to release this pressure. So I continue to release this pressure. Under the eye and experience more self-love. And experience more self-love. Under the nose, I am enough. I am enough. Under the mouth, and from this place. 
And from this place, collarbone, I can move forward with more ease. I can move forward with more ease. Under the arm, feeling calm and grounded. Feeling calm and grounded. Top of the head, I give myself permission. I give myself permission. To love myself deeply. To love myself deeply. All right, take a nice deep breath in. And exhale. And just notice how you feel in your body. Notice any thoughts that came up as you were tapping. And how did that feel for you guys? That was great. I definitely felt a moment where I was like, <laughs> that like your shoulders drop, your breath slows down. Yeah. yeah, same. Just like very relaxed. I'm like, man, everything you're saying, it felt like it was specific to me. And like, it's just like, how does Jessica know what's going on in my brain and my life? But it was so on point. And what I love is that for me, it's tough to kind of like get certain statements out. Like I mm -hmm. think the way you speak and the gratitude and like how you're talking about things is really helpful for me because sometimes I don't even know how to say something. I don't know if that makes yes. sense, but that was so really on powerful. the app. People can go through that guide. Is that right? Exactly. Here I was just like, I was just going with the flow with like what oh, I felt good. inspired to say, but in the app, yeah, they're, you know, they're customized. We, you always start by honoring how you feel, you know, just and like acknowledging like this stress, this pressure, these responsibilities, like giving yourself this place to just be real with your feelings and real with maybe the hesitation of like, am I allowed to not feel stressed when I'm under like, like, so for example, if you are struggling financially, there, there is this belief of like, well, if I am not stressed, it means I'm not taking it seriously enough. Yet that stress and panic means that you find yourself avoiding opening that drawer and dealing with the bills, or you're looking at your computer screen and it's like, you can't even see the solution. You can't even like, it's just too overwhelming to address because the feeling is too big yet. We're like, but I can't feel good because I'm in a financial crisis. We have to give ourselves permission to be in a financial crisis and feel good so that we can navigate that better. So we can be resourceful enough. It's like Albert Einstein says, you can't solve a problem with the same type of thinking that got you in that problem. We have to be able to feel good before anything changes in our lives so that we can make those changes. And it all starts with allowing ourselves to feel good before anything in the, out, in the outer world changes. Gosh, I can apply that to so many areas. You said financial. I can see how that could be applied to health. It could be applied to career. It could be applied to so many different things. I've definitely been there before where I felt feel like, well, if I let go of this stress, that means I don't care, but I'm too stressed to deal with this thing. And it's just this vicious cycle. Um, so I love that you said that. Um, I think a lot of people can feel liberated hearing that. Yeah. There is this quote that I posted today and it's Rumi. I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if I'm going to say it exactly right, but he says something like, your job is not to seek love, but to seek the barriers you've built against love. And 
I feel like love can also be replaced with, with feeling of peace. Like you don't have to seek peace. You don't have to seek love. Those things are there, but what are the barriers that we've created against them? What are the thoughts of I'm not allowed to feel peace um, when, you know, I'm having this trouble or I'm not allowed to feel love when I'm having these insecurities and allowing ourselves to be like, no, how can I take down those barriers and address those beliefs so that what's real and what's out there can come to me? Oh, so powerful. I, this is a silly question, but I'm like, man, I'm all into tapping right now. I'm like, I'm going to be doing it for hours after this call. Can you like overdo it? Or like, let's say in your life, I know you guys were recently working on like a pretty big launch, a pretty big event. I know how much work goes into that and moving parts and, you know, whether you have a family or whatnot, but are there days where you're doing it like three, four times? I'm just curious, like a stressful day for you. What does that look like when it comes to tapping? Yeah. Everyone everyone's different. My, I'm like an evening tapper because okay. in the evening is when all my thoughts come in. Like I've, I, that's when I'm questioning every decision I ever made in my life. It's very easy <laughs> for me to get to that place. And so like, that is when I tap to kind of let go and clear the day. You could also tap in the morning to get, you know, into mm -hmm. a better state. Can you tap too much? It's, it's all about checking in with what feels good. And I will say sometimes when you're like, you know what, I really want to address this, you know, one of our most popular ones is like, you are, um, you are enough, this tapping meditation. And we had this woman who did it every day for seven days. Every day she tapped on her belief that she's not enough and moving towards feeling like she was enough. And like her life in that week, like all these crazy things happened and she wrote in and she was like, I didn't believe it on day one. And I like believed it a little bit on day two, but then day three and four and five, she's like, oh my gosh, I got there. And so that's why we measure because even if you're starting and you go from like a 10 to an eight. So before we measured, I'm not allowed to release stress. How true does that feel? Like if, if, you know, I have to feel the stress, I have to feel that pressure. If it goes from a 10 to now a four, there might be a little part of your mind saying you need the stress, but it's not so loud. Your other parts of your brain, you're more online. You can be like, mm, no, I'm going to think differently. But if it's a 10, you can't, you really can't get there. And so it's really about checking in and making sure you're making progress and you're lowering the number and um, be gentle with yourself. Like I think too, it's like, so there's this quote by Abraham Hicks that I love and it's, don't seek healing, seek relief. Because sometimes as women, we learn something new like tapping or like anything and we treat it like the diet. And we're like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it every day, I'm gonna do it perfect. And like, I have to be healed by the end of it. And then if you notice like something's off, we're like, oh, it doesn't work. If we just seek relief, like, can I just feel a little bit better every day? We change the set point of our stress. We really begin to change how our body is responding to stress. So don't seek healing seek relief just keep making sure that number is going down and use that as motivation to keep tapping i love that jessica i have a feeling a lot of people are going to be looking into tapping after this so if they want to learn about you if they want to get your app where should they go so um you can follow us at the tapping solution and um as well as um me i'm jessica orner on instagram the app you can download it um Android, iPhone, just go to your app store and look up tapping solution and you'll find it. You can do, we have a two week free trial, which unlocks the entire library. We just came out with this new feature, which is quick taps, 90 seconds. 
amazing for kids. So if you have like a teenager, we have ones for teens to tap before a test, um, help your kid fall asleep as well. And, you know, there's a great search button. So anything you're struggling with, use, you know, put it in the search button and you're going to see some great options there. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us and chatting with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, lastly, I am such a yeah. fan of you guys. I This podcast is amazing. Your work is amazing. I feel like we're, I don't know, we were chatting before the show about just like working with family. And when I meet yeah. other people who work with family, I just like love them. So I feel like you guys are my distant cousins. Yeah. And um Thank you so much for having me and for all the work you guys do. I'm just like, I'm such a fan and I'm so glad I was able to share this today. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind Her Empire. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean the world to me if you would consider leaving a review or even sharing this episode with someone who might be inspired to create their own empire. To stay updated on new episodes or join our private community, visit BehindHerEmpire.com to sign up. We send inspiring and short emails every week to your inbox. I'll see you next week. And until then, remember, you're always in charge of your own destiny and it's never too late to start your own empire.